This week's episode is Calamity Part 2. This is a continuation of the conversation between me and King Germ. Um, the show started off, at first we were just talking about podcasts and stuff, and then we got into the huge topic of food. Food is something that just goes on and on and can be a conversation you can have for days. So I want to um, thank you all for listening to the last podcast and uh, keep listening and definitely enjoy the rest of this episode, uh, Calamity Part 2. This episode is sponsored by Zappendio PDF Filler. If you need signatures in your PDF files, definitely check out Zappendio. Um, got a little sponsor clip and everything else in the show notes for them. So definitely make sure you give Zappendio a chance if you need a PDF filler for whatever you're doing. Get into this major topic real fast before we jump out of here because I didn't took a lot of your time. I don't know if you got to watch it. You're good, man. You're good, man. Yeah, I don't know if you got NCA or NBA basketball or something you're watching, or if you just get uh, back in the bed or something. I do Go not ahead. watch. I do not watch basketball until the football season is completely over. So I will not watch the NBA until the after the Super Bowl, and then I still might not watch the NBA until the playoffs start because the NBA is just too many games. I watch college basketball. You know, I'm a Duke Blue Devils fan, so I watch college basketball once they start conference. But most of the time, I'm all about football. I do not cheat on football. I give it its proper respect. Twenty weeks, I do not let anything bother it. It gets my attention. So my wife hates it but that's just the way it is i'm a football <laughs> coach like so you just got to deal with it you know <laughs> yeah no doubt in that and i agree with that because like that's why i was telling people like because the podcast pop-up thing we were doing it friday nights and saturday nights and i and i stopped it for a little bit we did one last one and then we're going i'm gonna bring it back after the super bowl but i'm like uh you got to be attentive because you know you got stuff that happens on saturday uh, with some games it gets kind of crazy around the playoff time and exactly. wild card and all the extra stuff so I'm always trying to get a Monday night. They got a Monday night playoff game this year. Oh, that's great. The super is that the super one? It's like the they're gonna have a game Saturday, Sunday, and Monday this week. Yeah. So what's the deal with them calling one of them the super wild card game? Yeah, because you know they added the seventh team, and so that must be the Monday game. Then it has to be yeah, since they only got one bye now and seven playoff teams. So you got six teams in action and uh instead of the usual four. Okay, bring uh, help a few teams out, help the Steelers, and that's Steelers not a going shot out at, in the first round. Yeah, and, and that's not a shot at, at Rhodes. I, I know you listening, so just just remember, you know, them Steelers going out, and anybody else that's a Steelers fan, ain't no love um, on that one. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but that, that's just one thing with me. And, and, and me too, I agree with you because uh, when it comes to basketball, I'm a University of Virginia fan, the last true ACC team um, to win a championship, um, and the thing is, is like. What, what was the little pause for? The ACC uh, is a great <laughs> he said, conference. He said Virginia. <laughs> like, hey, listen, it's been tough times. We, we Look, before I was born, Ralph Sampson was the man. Corey and Alexander. That, <laughs> listen, Roger Mason Jr. Oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> I know my ACC history. That's one thing I, I did when I was in Greensboro, go down to the um, Hall of Fame if you ever get a chance. Definitely go do that. Just to live in Greens- I used to live in Greensboro. I say, are you already know? So you know about yeah, the wild times and best. I mean, we could do a podcast about high point and all that bullshit. But anyway, that's another time, another day. Um, so we we never give our plans out uh, on what's going on in the future. But uh, talking to King Germ, the, the the human, not the podcaster. Um, what is something you do in your free time that not a lot of people know about? Um, well, outside of running the. Uh... You know, we started a podcast network, you know what I'm saying, the Black Pod Squad. 
of that. Um, I coach football. I'm very active in the community, um, you know, because I came from a single parent home and I believe, you know, those people took that time with me, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so I feel like it's my duty to do that same thing to the single parent kids and the kids that need a positive role model to look up to. You know, I know I may not sound positive all the time, but I do my thing. I'm not the same guy in the streets. You know, I know how to, you know what I'm saying? Tie a tie and act, you know, talk proper without cursing and saying all the little vile shit that I say online. But, you know, that's, that's one thing about me. Like I, I know how to turn it on my people, my, uh, my, my friends, they're like, oh, here go the people's champ. We hear the people's champ. Listen to them. When they hear me with my with my, my calm voice and my nice voice and everything, they, they give me a hard time. But that's something you might not know about me. I'm very involved in the community. You know, I'm all about that. You know, that's my thing. You know, I believe the children are the future, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I like that. And, and one thing I have to say, and I'm going to give you your props on this, uh the one thing that's that, that amazed me about you at first i thought when me you actually started talking i thought it's something i wasn't gonna like you wow i, I what well, just just being honest just because I, I heard you in some lives and shit i'm like he's ultra aggressive with the with the comments he's really tough out here in the streets and you know i'm like the the puff daddy or the loon in the group you know i, I go hard in the paint i might do something behind the scenes but i ain't that tough when it comes to to all that the stuff that you do in the lives. Cause I've seen you got the mask on you talking like this and your voice. It's kind of like, uh, if I was making a movie, you would be Samuel L. Jackson and, um, coming to America. Wow. <laughs> with your, with your voice. Does that make you, I mean, you get what I'm saying? Like you hold the fuck is this asshole. <laughs> you, you got that kind of voice. You holding up the store. And then after you get to talk to you, it's like, you're a totally different person than the persona because the persona is tough. I mean, if we were two wrestlers, you know, we were both in the mid card because you Rick Rude, and um, I'd have to switch it up. I couldn't be no Larry Sabisco then. I'd have to be at least the Mountie or some shit. You know, I'm gonna have an intercontinental belt at some point. You we know, Jake the Snake. <laughs> and that could fit, yeah. Jake the Snake, that'll work right there. I slither and slide around. You never know where you're gonna catch me. You never know what's in the bag. It might be something good. It could be a scam. It could be anything. But it's coming out the bag. Uh, <laughs> now, um, with all that said and done, uh, you're out here, you're doing the episodes, right? What is some some of the rituals that you and Queen Jerome have to do to get ready for your episode? Do y'all just pop in there with the MacBook and just get get going? Do you got to make an augmented device or whatever? What y'all? What are the rituals y'all got to do to get things going? Oh, well, you know, we, we first of all, you know, Tuesdays our show day. So we come in, you know, uh, for our Patreon, we have a, a, a uh, we get to do a pre and a post show. So the first of the pre-show was unedited. We're just sitting here shooting shit. We have an icebreaker topic just to kind of get a, a you know, a, a, the voice boxes loosened up and everything, you know, getting ready to pod and everything. So, you know, some days I might have to poke the bear a little bit, get her fired up before the show. So she come in here angry or whatever. And I know we're going to get a good show then, but, uh, you know, mostly, <laughs> you know, we, we sitting there pre-show. I might, you know, sit there, roll up something. You know what I'm saying? We sit there and talk and, you know, just let the show then, you know, we start the main show. I mean, it's just the same. It's just so much of a routine now. I don't even think about it. Like, you know, we might sit there and do a couple of vocal exercises, you know, just to loosen up the, the muscles in the jaws, pause, you know what I'm saying? Everything like that. You know, that's just, that's just how it goes to get us in our zone. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sitting here listening to fucking, uh, lose yourself or nothing before I do the show or nothing like that. You know, it's just, it's ready to go. 
I mean, because you know, like me, I, I'm gonna be honest, and some people, and this is just projection. You know, I'm on some of that light skin shit. I'm out here listening to the barge and shit, oh, wow. making sure my curls and everything look all right before I get on camera. I got the extra sheen on my forehead, so I'm looking the part. Got the ring light. His lashes. Doing his lashes. Yeah. Get his face beat. <laughs> I was wondering why your your cheeks was looking extra rosy one day. And I was like, this man looking all jolly and shit. Man looking like Santa Claus. Oh, now it's the makeup. You got that 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 Fenty that Fenty on, huh? That Fenty hunty. Listen, got the beard oil and everything. Yeah, the beard just right poking out, woofing. Got to get get ready before the show. Uh, nah, I'll tell you, this is weird, and, and this will give me weirdo points here. Um, I eat Atomic Fireballs. So, like, before I do a show, I might eat two or three of them just so you know, because they make your mouth a little raw. So I can just talk and just keep going, and then um. In some episodes, depending on who I'm talking to, I'll get that auctioneer voice going on because uh, being from Virginia, if you know anybody from there, a lot of people from the actual state in the southern part, like where I'm from, you got to have subtitles to understand what they're saying. If you ever seen that show Moonshiners and stuff like that, Love that they got show. Sub- yeah, they got subtitles on that. So sometimes I'll talk real fast and do the little auctioneer thing, you know, with people. So that fireball opens my mouth up. So I just do that real fast. And then, you know, I just go from there. And, and and you know my show uh i want to give away two more secrets real quick i don't not everything's structured the only thing that i do about my show is like you said an outline of what i want to say some people i gotta have certain questions because it's a certain type of business that goes inside them questions so i gotta ask certain things you know to tailor to what they to what they're bringing to the table because you know i have some weird guests on sometimes i had a, a ethical drug dealer on there and <laughs> like what the fuck is ethical ethical drug hey dealer? hey i mean he might look at you and say listen man You've had enough crack today, man. You need to go home today, Jimmy. No more crack for you. No, no, Jimmy. Jimmy, you're not going to spend your last money with Jimmy. Your kids need to eat. No, Jimmy. Take take this $40, Jimmy. Go get some groceries. You you, you ain't seen your family in days, Jimmy. I, I, I respect the ethical drug dealer, man. Yeah, so, so I definitely had to have more than he'd been He's doing. He's like a bartender 40- with drugs. Yeah, bartender with drugs. That summed it up right there. And it was just amazing, like talking to him and he was telling me this shit about psychedelics and stuff. And I'm like, uh, the acid trips and all that stuff. We did, you know, I'm from Virginia. So, you know, we got shrooms and shit. We was doing that wild shit. At, I, I want to try it, shrooms, but I hear the they have to be lab grown. I don't want no free range shit on my shroom shrooms. Like, I don't want that. You, know you don't want saying? the cow pasture shit. Hell no. I want the clean ones that was grown in a motherfucking tube. I don't if I'm going to try them. Cause I'm gonna shout get up out, the shout, nerves one day to try them. Yes, shout, shout out to Arce for that. If you want that, Arce, hey, Arce, listen, day. hook me up, Arce, hook me up. <laughs> um, the the bad thing about that is is those trips are really bad because I was doing it at a young age, like 15, 16. Because you know, in Virginia, we just we get that shit out the cow pasture. We didn't know what was going on. Um, but anyway, back to this ethical drug dealer. The thing that got me was like this dude was like, and he said this off camera, and I'm and I'm just putting this out there because it was crazy. He's like. And this threw me for a loop because uh, one of my uh, uh, Irish Steve that's on the show, he's battled drugs and stuff like that. So he his face lit up when he heard this. He said, any drug was good with moderation. And when he said that, and this is a dude that's in British Columbia, Vancouver, wherever the fuck he's at, saying this shit. So, you know, I bite my lip and I'm like, you didn't just told this dude, Dustin, got his life right. You know, he, he stopped the heavy stuff. You just told this man he can go out here and get a rig and get right but just don't do all of it. Just do a fourth of it in moderation. And so the Harvard <laughs> professor said he does heroin every day. He said, he said, it's all about moderation. That's right. I know people <laughs> that pop ecstasy pills all day long. I don't know how you fuck you do ecstasy at nine in the morning, 
But hey, they pop, they a day popper. They they pop all the time. I mean, they they can go to sleep off of it, eat and everything. I'm just like, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Now, uh, let me ask you this because these are hilarious points and I need a good funny story about this. What is the funniest thing that you have has happened to you in podcasting? Um, I'll tell you mine real fast and then you tell me yours. The funniest thing that's happened to me in podcasting is this. Um, I was out here and I was doing one of my first shows. I had the little cheap ass mic, the little Samson that you can clip on your chest or clip on your computer. And um, we were doing an interview on that stupid ass anchor app because uh, I didn't know any better. I should have just kept recording on Zoom. That shit started sounding like some Roger and Zap, some computer love. And, you, you know, the episode's going all crazy and the person's like, can I call you back? And I didn't understand what, what they were saying. So I just hung this shit up. They called back to do the interview or however the little thing goes. And um, I was like, look, you're five minutes late into the interview. First off, so I was like, I got to cancel this interview. We'll do this shit another time. Um, and you know how it goes with guests and stuff like that. Uh, in, in, in my realm of things, it's like a multitude. Like if I got like me and you talked about a show, we got a date set for it. Um, that show comes out. Uh, some people, you know, I do shows with and that show might not come out till seven months from now. Jesus, um, I, I would so, fucking hate that shit. <laughs> well, well I, I, I warn him because I, I structure everything. If, if something happens to me, if I run out here and get hit by a bus tomorrow, I want people to have enough stuff. I want to be posthumous. I want to be like uh, Juice World. Nah, I want to be like Juice World because Juice World is still putting out good content. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want I don't want nobody to pop smoke me, um, and I don't want the the second album. But anyway, uh, so this person comes back later on down the road, and I'm like. Who the fuck are you? You know, because you go through a few guests and you talk to different people. The, the person that I interviewed on day, day one, I'm not going to remember the person on day 120. I mean, if you did a good episode, yeah, I'll remember you. But if not, if it's one of them little, I call them filler episodes, man, fuck you. Go about your business. And, and I hope they don't deter any guests from doing the show, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> this person explained to me who they were, right? And they went through extra hysterics. Like they emailed me, they hit me up on Tumblr. If you hit me up on Tumblr, I'm automatically blocking you because nobody should talk to me on Tumblr. That's for me and the bots. That's how I get SEO. So they talking to me on all these different, they, listen, they talking to me on all these different platforms. And then this is what killed me. Somehow they got to my messenger and, you know, messengers got some bells and whistles. You got a message request. You got to get your way in there. You can't just come on messenger and say something on DMs. You can say something or I can put you in a general box or put you in a message request. If I don't fuck with you, you never know where you are, uh, anybody, but you can do those things. But on messenger, when I heard their phone ring that, that you know, the messenger ring, that is mm -hmm. the ultimate disrespect to me. So then I realized then that I was just going to put them on blast. And that's the funny story because I'm one of those people that I'm like an ogre. I got thick skin. I got layers to me. It, it, even what you say to me or rude or out the way, I can look past a lot of things because sometimes I'm just going to uh, chalk it up to what uh, the easy cop out is. It's a mental health issue. So I'm just going to let it go. That's what you know everybody does now. So I'll just say mental health issue, bam, go about your business. So the funny thing is that that person, like after all that stuff was said and done, and then, you know, after a while I get tired, so I unblock them, right? They come back again trying to get that episode. Mm. And I said, okay, we can do it. So we did that episode, right? We did it on um, Zoom. I just didn't record it. <laughs> that's terrible. That's <laughs> but terrible. that's the truth. Oh, man. Craziest thing I've done or maybe had happened. Uh, one day we had a guest on the show, and it, it was one of the best shows we ever did. I mean, we had so much fun on the shows. Like we had, uh, it was me and my buddy. 
we had Tracy May is a dope. Uh, she's a creative out of Chicago. Okay. Uh, you know, she's very dope. And uh, I think my buddy DeBose from Vegas was on the show too. And he, this was the infamous show. He was at the barbershop that was also a pizza, a taco stand. And he was what? doing the show. Yeah. 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 I, listen, it didn't make no sense to us either. We was like, hold on, you're at the barbershop? Yeah, but it's a taco stand. We was like, hold on, which one is it? He was like, it's both of them. And I was just like, get the fuck out of here. So anyway, we did the whole show, two hour show. Get through with the show. Nobody hit record. Damn. <laughs> and we was just like, are you fucking shitting me? This was one of the best shows we ever had. Like we had, like Tracy May had opened up on, you know, back then we were some fucking horn dogs. She probably said some old freaky shit. We was like, oh shit, we got Tracy May to say some freaky shit. <laughs> but we ain't even hit record. <laughs> so you got one like me, but mine was yeah. cruel. <laughs> yes, yes. Yours was cruel. Mine was just fucking dumb. So, oh, and another note to podcasters, make sure the fucking record button's on. <laughs> Cause you can't recreate what you said. You can't. It just doesn't work. You might have said some fire ass shit, and you forgot to hit record, and you try to say that same shit, and it don't hit the same. So make sure the motherfucking record button is on when you start talking. That's number one rule. And one thing I want to throw out here, and this is no shade on any podcaster, um, I just want this out in the air. Everybody has bars in their episode, but when you get done with a phrase or a statement, you don't have to go bars. You don't have to reiterate to the audience that is bars if we believe is bars we're gonna fill this bars and we'll comment on that as bars we don't need you to instruct us that this is bars that is my pet peeve because i'll hear some people they'll say some fire shit like uh i had some stupid quote on my page about a square pizza or circular pizza cut into triangles uh in a square box bars Mm -hmm. that's stupid I mean, I, me and my friends, we do it when somebody say some dumb ass shit. We be like bars, and just to make us laugh. <laughs> like, but that's comic relief, though. That's, that's different. Yes, that's what we do it for. Like I know my buddy's like, man, it's immature. Y'all still say that Paul stuff. I say we're not homophobic. We just say it because it's fucking funny. Like my buddy was on the phone with me. He was in Best Buy. He saw a big TV. He was like, "Ooh, fifty inches. I need that in my life." And I was just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> That shit is funny. Funny, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're not saying because we're homophobic. I don't I don't care if you're gay. I don't know if you're gay. It doesn't fucking matter. But what you said, if you take it in that tone, that shit is fucking funny. So, you know, immature shit, immaturity aside, I'm I'm sorry. I, I refuse to grow up in certain areas of my life. I'm right. Sorry. And I whole I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I'll say this. Um, I don't care what anybody does in their nighttime hustle. That's your personal business. Whatever you do in your nighttime huddle, as long as uh I don't have to have any orifices or anything touching my buns or anything like that. I'm good. Yeah, you know, man. do what you do. Um, whatever pronoun or whatever you want to be. Yeah, you do I was just consensual. I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever pronoun you are or whatever fashion of the alphabet you want to be, do what you do. Um, just as long as you listen, you know, to the show, I'm good. You know, if, yeah. as long as we got something that, that's intelligent or fit, tickles your fancy, you know, more power to you. If you like sheep pussy over woman pussy, by all means, fuck all the sheep you want, my guy. And just make sure you listen to the show. That's yeah, <laughs> and definitely put that shit on the dark web so you're making money. Because no, 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 no. See, that's look, look. See, he he's trying to get you in trouble. If you're a fucking sheep, do not put that on the web. Okay, don't <laughs> don't record that shit. Enjoy your sheep fuck. Okay, don't record it. It's, it was people fucking sheep 30, 40 years ago. They ain't record that shit. You understand? 
<laughs> yeah, no doubt. I am trying to get him in trouble. I'm a bit of an instigator in some circles, and some people say that. Um, so uh, I, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. And there's a few things uh, that we got to do because, like, you have amazing production on your show, and everybody knows that my show is uh, it's the most amateur show you're going to get on. The only sound effect you're going to get is just the microphone hits the floor. Um, and and, and <laughs> hey, man, that's, just- that, that, that's how my buddy be easy, man. He's a he's the the ghost member of the Frocast. He's uh he used to be on the show, but he just took. He said he'd rather not be on the show and just take over the production value of it. So that's all be easy, man. I can't, you know, I can't thank him enough for what he does, man. He's the guy. He's the man. Okay, okay. Now, um, one thing I, we got to talk about too. Uh, you had a little anniversary happen. Uh, oh yes, eighteen years, man. The wife, man, married. Eighteen years—that's a long time. Hell yeah, it's a long time. Nah, hey, look, I don't look. I'm gonna say this shit one time, one time only. All you motherfuckers that got married more than once, y'all some crazy motherfuckers. Cause I'd be damned <laughs> if this shit don't work. I'm not getting married again. I don't give a fuck. I will buy pussy the rest of my life, but I will not get married again. Simple <laughs> as that. When I love my wife to death, I'll do anything for her. But there is no way I could do this again if something were to happen. I'm sorry. So shout out <laughs> to all y'all that's been married two, three, four, five. Y'all some crazy motherfuckers. Like, crazy. <laughs> and I wholeheartedly, I've been saying wholeheartedly too much. I, I agree with that shit. I wholeheartedly, I got to get that shit out of here. That's the Man, one. Of them, come on, uh, Tavis. Come on, Tavis. Hey, listen, it's, it's been a rough day. Like, <laughs> let me tell you something about the real struggle here. These people don't understand this. Like, uh, you know, me and you talk behind the scenes about how some guests come to me. And this was this episode that I did before you was one of those guests that's, that's put to me because of monetary reasons. And um, the, the whole stretch was this, like some of your episodes, you know, none of anything I do is forced, but I had them I had them lined up. I had y'all both at seven o'clock. So you were you were cool to come to eight. So I'm running through the table. You know, you got to meet and greet them. You got to. Um, do you Johnny Gill on? We got to rub him the right way, and um, <laughs> I'm just saying. So I did the interview, and it, look, it's it's like 7:54, and you know I'm sitting here with my Tampico, and and that's right, I said Tampico. I got God. the Sunny Delight on the hey, low. Listen, in the back. y'all, please help this man. He's man drinking Tampico, bro. That shit is like. God, they nigga cutting that shit with water, I hope, bro, because that shit is disgusting, bro. That's woo, that, that shit's so thick, it don't even get cold when you put ice in that motherfucker. Like, please help this man out, man. Please, God, damn, listen to this episode. Listen to all this man episodes so he can stop drinking his motherfucking Tampico. God damn, God damn. I hope they paying his ass. I hope I ain't fucking up his bag. Let me stop by saying that. He might be getting a Tampico bag, so let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me let me say this, and we can agree and disagree on this. Uh, me and Stacy, we go through rounds. Uh, I don't drink pop or soda anymore, so I have to. Well, I take it back. I drink ginger ale and stuff, but you know, it, we drink ginger ale in wintertime to stay healthy. That's part of the the, the <laughs> mythology and shit. I'm not gonna keep it real. I drink the mountain. I mean, I drink something else and I get sick. If I had a state of the ginger ale, I would probably wouldn't have got COVID. But I stopped for a few days and, and thought about going to Sunny Delight. So I went to the Sunny Delight, right? I like the original one. I don't like the one in the blue and, and no disrespect to any crypts or anybody like that. But it's just that that, uh, that blue one the, it used to be California style or some shit. It's called smooth style now. California just, style used to be a little thinner than the original Sunny D. Yeah. Right. So it, it was on point. And we don't have that no more. We got these orange punch. It's orange and peach. My bad. Orange and peach. And I, I tried to drink that. 
And, you know, I'm, I'm done with soda. I was a heavy soda drink. I drink like four liters of soda a day. And Damn. Yeah, I was hard. I didn't love my kidneys. And uh, and I'm talking about Dr. Pepper or anything. Ooh, shit. Didn't care. She she tell you, we go to a restaurant. They tell me my drink costs $3.49. I got to add that up into two liters. How many drinks I'm going to get at the at the Applebee's? I'm going to drink eight <laughs> drinks at the, at the thing. Well, anyway, back to the, to this orange juice, right? Or, or orange drink. Um, we were sitting here this week and we had bought the, the Tampico in the milk jug, Tampico in the little, um, I don't know, what is this, the 46, 48 ounce one that I just chugged that a little bit ago. Um, and then we bought it in the big ass jug looking like Hawaiian Punch and we had the Sunday Delight. So we both drinking them. And for some reason, we was eating some chicken fajita stuff that I made and something else, some, some soup beans and some extra shit because, you know, we country. And the motherfucking Tampico hit better this week. Like it was something about how it was manufactured. It was a good batch, huh? It was a good batch because sometimes that shit's trash. And I'll just the Heisenberg. You got the Heisenberg yeah. this week. <laughs> so so this week we did Tampico. We went to the local Walmart because Walmart is a staple and everybody knows why. And uh we got it's the Tampico. Cross, it's a it's a, a cross country. Any town you go to, if you want to know what's going on, go to the Walmart. That'll tell you what's going on in that town. You get a, a slice of everybody in that motherfucker. So hell yes. yeah. So so look, so I, I'm drinking a Tampico and it's good. And um this morning, right? I had the eggs, the corned beef hash, the motherfucking Sunday Delight, and the Tampico. Because I'm one of the people if I'm gonna drink one, I'm gonna drink both because I want the same sensation. No <laughs> funny business. So, so I'm, man. yeah, so look, I'm eating this shit and drinking. And for some reason, once again, that Tampico just hit right. Now, next week it could be a different thing on the taste buds, but Tampico citrus punch, not that other shit or that, that pink looking shit. I don't even know that pink shit shouldn't even be allowed to be sold because you can't see through that shit. Mm. Um, but anyway, that was my take on that. So, so let me ask you this, King Germ. Is it really better to be with the Sunday Delight? Or you, you in Florida, so you drink that regular orange juice. You, you get oranges out, outside your house and you make that freshly squeezed shit, don't you? And no, I if I'm buying some orange juice, I'm either going to Publix where shopping is a pleasure and I'm getting some fucking orange juice with the pup. I like pumping my orange juice. You know what I'm saying? Especially when I'm sick, give me that pup shit, make me feel better. I'm not really an orange juice drinker, though. I really don't like orange juice like that. I like apple juice. Um, Cranberry? Uh, Cranberry juice, yes. As I got older, I love cranberry juice. Different flavors of cranberry juice. Give them here. The cran grape, cran apple, cran whatever, cran lemonade with the I drink all that. I love cranberry. And another thing I started liking in, in, in my older age was fucking Coca-Cola, like the original flavor. Oh, like you go to, okay. Like that McDonald's shit. Like, oh my God. That McDonald's Coca-Cola? Listen, listen. That shit is fucking magical. I don't know what the fuck. Like, I know you can't get it nowhere but McDonald's or the world of Coca-Cola. But that McDonald's Coca-Cola, as I got older, that shit be hitting. Like, I go to McDonald's, get a fry and a month, some nuggets. Like, I only eat nuggets in, from McDonald's. I know that's probably the worst thing to eat from the motherfuckers. But still, those nuggets be the fucking bomb when they're hot and crispy and that hot mustard sauce. Give me some McDonald's nuggets and a Coca-Cola. Oh, you got me. You got me. I'm telling you. <laughs> And I can say this, when I did drink the Coca-Cola from there, I don't know if it was like a cinnamon taste or something extra in it. It did, Coca-Cola did taste different coming out of there. Now, are you a McRib eater in November? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't eat, yeah. listen, I don't eat shit from McDonald's but the nuggets. But when they redid the fucking Quarter Pounder, it tastes like real meat now. So the Quarter Pounder is fucking decent at McDonald's now. I eat the Quarter Pounder, the nuggets, 
and the fries, and that's it. I'm not eating nothing else McDonald's got to offer. I'm sorry. I don't want your McRib. I used to work at McDonald's. It was my first fucking job. So I know the McRib ain't nothing but that pork tenderloin they serve in the morning with some McRib sauce, with some sliver onions, and a couple pickles on that fucking bun. I know that's all it is. That's all it is. That same pork tenderloin they sell in the morning, that ain't nothing but the fucking McRib without the barbecue sauce. So I don't, you know, plus I just ate too much McDonald's when I worked there to ever like that place. Again. Now, now let me ask you this. Did y'all have sausage gravy down your way? Hell fucking yeah. Hey, look, let me tell you something. Now, when you come to West Virginia, you get it all over West Virginia, right? And you get it to the bottom of, of uh, Ohio, like when you get near Columbus and shit, it starts getting crazy. Like Cincinnati and Cleveland, they're both two different directions. But man, it's places that ain't got sausage gravy. Mm-mm. Like, I, I listen, and uh, that was the same thing. Like, uh, what, what really fucked me up with McDonald's, and I don't know if it did it to you, and even Stacy can agree with me on this, is that motherfucking snack wrap. I, I used to fuck that snack wrap up and then one day it disappeared because of COVID-19 and some extra shit or I don't even, it could have been uh, before snack, that. That was the, the chicken tender in the burrito or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, it was the fine chicken with the ranch and shit in or oh, okay. uh, honey okay. mustard and shit. Okay. Basically, they, they cheap version of a chicken burrito. <laughs> but them shits used to, yeah, them shits used to not and it, it was when they took that shit away, I started not liking them. But like when I travel outside of the South and head to the North, I don't even eat shit from McDonald's. I was in New Jersey. They told me they had no sausage gravy. Um, They told me like a mom and pop place to go. I was like, fuck that shit. I, if I want mom and pop, I could just get the, the fucking shit from Wigman's or whatever the uh, grocery store is up North and just make that shit. I like shit. The food lines and Kroger's where I'm from and the Harris Teeters back in the day used to make sausage gravy. Um, you know, that's the staple down south. Uh, you know, you got to have your sausage gravy. Uh, like I said, fucking around with Hardee's. I don't know if you have those in your area, but the, yes, $4 we do. Br- the breakfast platter in the morning for four bucks, you get the egg, the, the meat of your choice, some sausage gravy and a biscuit. You can't fucking beat that for $4 and some hash browns. You can't beat that for $4. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to them, man. Yeah, shout out to Hardee's. We start talking about fucking food, bro. You know, I love food. Now I can talk about food all day. Hey, well, I man, love. I fuck with the food. I, well, I'll tell you one thing about uh, Hardee's, though. Uh, we got it here, and then you know, the West Coast is Carl Jr.'s. Mm. That motherfucking pork chop biscuit. I don't know if you eat pork or not. I don't know your religion or nothing. Man, come on, I'm from the South, man. We Listen, don't, that we pork... don't do that shit to not eat pork. What the fuck? I'm just. Have you ever had Nisa's sausage before? You're from the. You're from the area. You probably heard of Nisa's sausage. Yes, I have. That is the greatest sausage in the fucking <laughs> world. It comes in a fucking block. You cut that. Sh- you fry up some. Oh my! You ever had liver pudding? You eat that shit? No, I never had no liver pudding. Oh man, you, you, you know, expand your horizons. <laughs> I know, listen, listen. I say it like this. Uh, we had this thing called the Golden Skillet. Uh, they cooked everything from chicken gizzards to chicken livers to every every part of the chicken. So I, I got to a point where I just started loving everything uh, when it came to parts of the chicken. You know, I would go to the slaughterhouse and just find out what they had because so, I learned how to do a little panko and a little, little this and that from my grandma. So I fry anything up. Um, but it was one thing, that pork chop biscuit with the gravy at Hardee's. That shit throws me for a loop sometimes because sometimes I get it and it's trash. And then sometimes they can make the biscuit nice and thin and just slop that gravy on that motherfucker. You can feel it on the outside of the wrapper. That's the one I know I'm at a good hearty. But sometimes, just like in an area where I live, Parkersburg, we're close. I'm four minutes to Ohio. I can swim. Well, I can't swim, but I can catch a ferry to Ohio or, or ride a, in a car or walk across a bridge and I'm in Ohio. Um, when you get to Ohio, though, like they got Popeyes and random stuff. 
but it seems like the people out there got some. We got Amish people. I know you heard of them. Y'all might y'all ain't you got know, nothing down there, do you? No, we got we got the Mennonites down here. The Mennonites, they different. They different. Yeah, they different. That's what I'm saying. They like the Southern Amish. <laughs> All right, so, so, the, so the Amish here they boycott shit. Like their shit got to be fresh. So they they shut down restaurants and shit over there in Ohio. That, that portion, the southern part. So they ain't got nothing really good over there. But uh, we got a Popeyes up here. And remember, I told you it's 1.8 million people here, and 91 point something something is white. Mm. And then you got the black people. Like I said, we're scattered out in different places. We stay in the cities and whatever. <laughs> you go to Popeyes out here. And uh, you can't eat the chicken out here. They ain't got no seasoning packets in there. What's going on? Hey, listen, they, I don't know what they do to the chicken, but but me and Stacy, we, we'll leave here and go four hours just to Virginia to get Popeye's sometimes or go to get Zaxby's. Zaxby's is what we like. Churches will eat sometimes. I tolerate it, but it, it ain't the best. But for some turkey reason, wings. they say y'all turkey wings, <laughs> big ass. What the fuck? That wing got an extra wing on the motherfucker. How the wing got a wing on this shit? Yeah, that's... church of size be busting now. I go to church and give me a family size okra, some goddamn hey, the mashed potato. Like, I don't get yeah. size when I go to fucking churches. I don't get no chicken. They be like, You don't want no chicken? Hell no. Nah. Give me them large okra, give me them damn mashed potatoes. They got french fries. Give me some of them too. I don't want the corn. I don't want none of your motherfucking goddamn chicken, nigga. Fuck that. Yeah, and that's how it is with us. Like, we, we stay away from Popeye's because it ain't right up here. So from Parkersburg <laughs> to Virginia, that's four hours. So look, listen, we're getting Popeye's in Virginia from a freaking truck stop. And it tastes better than the one Popeye's we got in uh, in um, West Virginia. Another thing, and, and we'll tie this up in a little bit because I don't want to hold you too long, Bojangles. Bojangles came through West Virginia and it was mm. doing this thing. It was everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, that shit just closed for no reason. And Bojangles wasn't bad. It was like, it was the chicken. I can I can take their sides and go to KFC and get some chicken. Whoa, whoa, hey, 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 hey. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on. Bojangles is the is the, is the top dog now. I mean, their breakfast is exquisite. The chicken. Breakfast, yeah. yeah. Like I said, chicken. I can, I'm, like I said, I really don't eat a lot of chicken on the bone. I'm one of those weirdos. I don't want to eat no chicken on the bone unless they're so, wings. So, so Zaxby's, Zaxby's is a place you go to. Eh, Zaxby's all right. I like Raising Cane's better than Zaxby's. You know what I'm saying? Guthrie's is Guthrie's is where Zaxby stole the idea from, and they just went wild with it. But Zaxby's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's safe if you want to eat some chicken. You know, it's going to taste the same. You know, eh, it's what, you know, plus they got crinkle fries. You got crinkle fries, that's a plus for me. You know what I'm saying? Crinkle so fries, okay. You got to have the crinkles, man. You know, so you, you, so you and Stacey would get along, man. You and yes. Stacey, so, so, yes. so no, no doubt. Now, I'll say this about Raising Cane's. We have a Raisin Cane's. Uh, we went to Ohio to one, and they had that chicken leg uh, with the extra foot on the backside of it. Oh, shit. I thought Raisin Cane just had fingers. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. It was Roosters. It was something called oh, Roosters. Yeah. Okay, Roosters. Yeah. And it had the extra little hook on the foot. And I wouldn't, you know, I hadn't had mm-hmm. that chicken since I was back in Virginia on the farm. Yeah. And I seen that shit, and it disturbed me. I just. Tell me the quarters. They had the quarters, the leg, and the thigh together. Yeah, but it has the no, it has something extra. When I go again, I'll send you a picture of it. When you oh, see it, you're like, this shit look like a like something off aliens. It didn't look right. <laughs> so so we didn't eat that. We ate the uh, boneless chicken was better. It wasn't it, Stacy? The boneless chicken was just was, was where it was at for us. So on that note, like I can't eat chicken everywhere. And that's one thing I tell people. Um, and one thing I do want to debunk and and take away, and I gotta give this to to white people because. Uh, this is something that has plagued their world is their potato salad. 
in West Virginia, there are no raisins in white people's potato salad. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Go if ahead. If you want a good potato salad and you don't feel like making this shit, go to Walmart and get that Amish potato yes! salad. That shit gooder than a motherfucker. I was like, listen, when you don't feel like making it, get that, go to Walmart, get the Amish one. Amish is, that shit good as fuck. Yes. So, you know, check it out. Yeah, so, but that's one thing I wanted to debunk there because so many people would be like, is there really raisins in the salad? And, and you know, uh, my girlfriend, she's white. So, like, I, I went to her mother and I was like, do you put raisins in your salad? I mean, your potato salad? No. And she looked at me and, you know, she's a small lady. So she just kind of like, she looked at me like I was dumb or, or retarded <laughs> or some shit. So then uh, the thing is, is, her sister is a cook at the school. And, and you know they make a different arrays of stuff and you know they have to follow certain guidelines so i asked her i was like do you put raisins in your salad and she, she's like nah so then i took a poll i went down to the capital in charleston and you know it's tons of people walking around and i, and I seen a lady and i made sure i found like a good karen and i asked her i was like look i need to know where can i get the raisins for my potato salad and she said, we don't do that around here. So then I just gave up on it after that. So I believe it's a Midwest thing with that. Yes, uh, because Southern white people can cook their fucking asses off. So that's why I don't like when I don't, uh, uh, you know, you know, uh, what you say? Uh, I don't, I don't uh, assign to that whatever model because our white people down South can cook their fucking asses off. Like I'm talking about good barbecue, good, good down home cooking. You know, white people call it country cooking and yeah. black people call it soul food. So that's how you know. <laughs> so that's the difference. It's the same shit. It's just one called country cooking, one called soul food. Same but, fucking shit. But, but hold on, let me get one more thing out here real fast. And this is one thing that's disrespectful in the South that I get from, at least in Virginia. If you're cooking cabbage, I better not hear that there's a turk a smoked piece of turkey inside the cabbage. That's just for it, the for the weirdos that don't eat pork. But I mean, my cabbage is gonna have bacon in that motherfucker, some ham if I got a, some ham left over, whatever. It's gonna be some ham hawk something. Yeah, I might do some smoked turkey wings, but I'm still like it just depends on what seasoned meat I have for my cabbage that day, because or my greens or whatever. You know, you're gonna have some kind of seasoned meat in it. It's gonna be in there. Fat back, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do that. Let me ask you another question. Go ahead. Since we're talking food, um, I got a question for you. Oh, let me before I ask my question, I got to say, and white people have the, the sweets on lock too. Like they know how to make some cookies, cakes, and pies, yeah, and they, custards, just, and cobblers, and all kinds of shit. Maybe we just had this old white woman named Miss Ruth. She used to make the best banana bread, and she'd bring you some banana bread that she used to be warm. And I used to be like, yo, how you know how to make scones? And white people know how to do that shit. So listen, don't. Listen, Southern whites can cook better than all these whites across the nation. So these whites across the nation putting raisins in the goddamn potato salad and shit, them not ours. Them not ours. Because I was no down south. You know, the biggest issue we got is, is it mayonnaise or mustard in the potato salad? Which one you like? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> and, but, and, I, and I'll say this one thing, too. Like, they do bake. It's like something's programmed into them. They know how to make cookies and everything and brownies and stuff. <laughs> hey, the brookies. I was just like, what is this? It's a brownie and a cookie. I said, "Yes, this is amazing." I taste. I said, "Oh my gosh!" So listen. So shout out to all the bacon white people out there. I love y'all, man. Thank y'all. 
Man, so. And I like the ones that use smokers, and they taught me something about chicken wings. Have you do you do that thing? Well, you said you don't eat it on a bone, but I seen a white man he took a piece of chicken and smacked it on the table and got all the meat off the bone. Oh, hey, I, I, I saw a guy that's how you eat the wings. You you kind of like especially the flats. You twist yeah. them. You twist it counterclockwise. You take one end, take the other end in hand. You twist it counterclockwise. It'll separate the bones. You can pull the bones out then, and it's just all meat. It's like a big ass nugget. And you just you just eat it like that, bro. Yeah, I seen that shit, and I was like, wow. That's a, well, shit. You got another podcast pop up. We'll do about food, um, because because here, here's my thing. Like, it just be some stuff that I see, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. And one 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 thing I'll tell you though that I don't like about the North, like their emphasis on coffee and all the extra shit, like the Starbucks and all the extra stuff, like. And Dunkin' Donuts, like fuck Dunkin' Donuts. We got Krispy Kreme where I'm from. Dunkin' Donuts doesn't even make their own fucking donuts. They come in frozen. They're thawed out. That's not a real donut place. So fuck Dunkin'. Well, they're not even Dunkin' Donuts. They're just Dunkin' now. They are like, Dunkin', whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Dunkin'. So no, Krispy Kreme is where you go to get your donuts or some local mom and pop spot. You know, don't eat a fucking donut unless Dunkin' unless you want a frozen donut that was thawed out hours earlier. So yeah, sorry. And if you're in Parkersburg, definitely go to JR's Donut Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, just put that out there for anybody if you're passing through Parkersburg. Anyway, um- <laughs> have you ever eaten a cookout? Oh, that's what I'm about to tell you about the Bojangles. So as soon as the Bojangles left, right, and this is a story, this is West Virginia mythology I'm telling you about. They pulled every Bojangles out of the whole state. And the next thing they bring in is cookout. Cookout is revolutionary. I'm talking about we have, listen, we have lines. Everybody wants that bacon wrap. They want the the, um, corn dogs. They want everything from out, out west there. style. Mm. And then, the, and then you know, one thing that, that was crazy is the cheer wine. Cheer wine has become a thing out here. You got people drinking regular cheer wine, diet cheer wine, mm. cheer wine inside of Dr. Pepper, cheer wine, barbecue sauce. Cheer, cheer wine, wine is-, is a Carolina thing. Now, you can only get cheer wine in North and South Carolina. Now, you might get it closer to the borders. I have seen it in Georgia and places like that, but cheer wine is one of the greatest exports of North Carolina. Well, North Carolina is popular in, in the culture. They got Newports, they got cheer wine, they got Pepsi, they got Cookout, they got Bojangles, like all great entities. I love all that NC shit. Shout out. Yeah, no doubt on that. Because we get them here, and the cheer wine to me is one of those things. Uh, it's an acquired taste. If it's, it's on like ice, black I'll, cherry. Yeah, it, if it's on ice, I'll drink it, but if it's hot, Keep that shit. What? Hey, 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 listen, 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 listen. You would not be smirched cheer wine. I'm not gonna let that happen. Hot cheer wine is delicious. Delicious. As a barbecue sauce. But you gotta use cheer wine. You have to have it over crushed ice. If the ice is not crushed, the cheer wine don't hit the same. Just so you know. Pro tip there. And you go to cookout late night. If you drunk or something and you need to bring yourself back to life, get your order the hush puppies. A milkshake and you go to bed. Don't get all that food. Just get your order hush puppies, you know what I'm saying, and a milkshake, and you will be okay in the morning. It will soak up all the alcohol and you will be all right in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to have to remember that because yes. that, that sounds about right. Because, you know, I, I say that the struggle is is we go to uh, to, to the, out, the uh, cookout. I was about to say outback. We go to the cookout, and the next thing you know, we're getting everything off the menu, though. Yeah, so, West, so the Wisconsin cheap. cheese bites. Yeah, so cheap. Uh, <laughs> Stacy would be like, "You better get the right junior tray, or don't get nothing at all." And I'm like, "No, nah, I want to get all the different shit I can get." Um, so last thing on food topic: the death of buff buffets. 
Uh, were you ever a big buffet person like Golden Corral, Ryan's Old Country Buffet? Listen, I love buffets because one, the price that you're paying for the variety. Like once you go to a restaurant, you're locked into whatever meal you're getting. With a buffet, you know, I might feel like, you know, it depends. A, it depends on how much the buffet was, how many plates I would eat. But normally I would try to do, you know, two to three, you know, have me one plate of salad, you know, you know, then that's just how I love buffets. And that's why the whole COVID thing really killed the buffets. Like, have I been to one since COVID? Absolutely. Because I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try it. You know what I'm saying? It was, we had this new place open up in town called like Chow Time or some shit like that. Yeah. And so they have like everything, all kinds of American, Chinese, sushi, hibachi. They got it all in this motherfucker. So I said, I got to try this bitch. And it was, it was worth it. You know, they make you wear gloves and shit. New plate every time you have to wear gloves, get a new pair of gloves every time you go and you have a mask on while you're fixing your food. So the buffet shit dying, the death of the buffet really hurt my heart because I love buffets. Greatest buffet I ever went to. I'm sorry if I keep talking. It was in it was between Savannah and Brunswick, Georgia. It was a seafood buffet. Ooh. It was like $30 a per listen, crab legs, scallops, lobster, shrimp. They put a 90-minute time limit on you. So you can't sit there longer than 90 minutes and you can go to town. And this shit, I'm talking about scallops, shrimp, Ooh. lobster, fish, uh, crab legs, clams, oysters, different steamed, broiled, fried, goddamn, all different kinds of shrimp, raw shrimp, cooked shrimp, barbecue shrimp. Like, it was like Bubba Gump was reading off the motherfucking shit in that motherfucker. Flounder, a grouper. Oh, man, listen, listen. And it was worth every fucking penny and it was delicious. And you know what I'm saying? You know, so I love buffets. Love them. Yeah, because I'll tell you this, and this is crazy. I was in Asheboro, North Carolina, and um, that was Golden Crow had just opened back up during COVID or whatever. So we had to wear the extra gloves and do all this extra shit. I knew then that something was gonna go bad in West Virginia. So in West Virginia, <laughs> look, but we turned the corner, we coming back to Parkersburg. And Parkersburg, like I said, we slope right into Ohio. So you come in one way, you're in Ohio, you go out the other way, you're in Kentucky. Or no, I'm saying, yeah, you're almost near Kentucky or something like that. And um, I look across and see Golden Corral's gone. Now we have a throwback called Western Western Sizzler. Uh, Sizzler. Listen, it's still open, but look, this is what we Listen, they took away the fucking salad bar. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> so, so like, but we still got Western Sizzler, and then we had another one called Ponderosa. Ponderosa, man, you got ah, I know all Listen, these places, man. So, so, so look, so the Ponderosas, they just the last one they just closed it during COVID. They said fuck it, the Mexicans are going to take over and put a restaurant in. But yes, the story, the story on Golden Corral is in the state of West Virginia, we only have, like I said, one point eight million people. So. We only have two now. So you got to go to this place called Beckley. Beckley, when you start heading out that way, you're leaving the state. You're going down to North Carolina, Virginia and shit, Bristol mm -hmm. and stuff. So you hit that corner. So I made it a point with my job. I had to make sure I could get out there to Beckley on the low because I didn't even care. I probably wasn't even supposed to be in that area working, but I was like, whatever. And I got to go to Golden Corral about a month and a half ago. 
And it was the highlight of my life. I said, fuck Christmas. I just need Golden Corral in my life. I don't even care if the chicken or the steak or whatever I'm eating is half burnt. It's just the point that I'm in a buffet. And this might be the last time I come in this thing because the next time I come down, it'll probably be closed. So, so, so I think that that's going to be something uh, if you and your wife wouldn't mind, I challenge y'all. If y'all could talk about the, give us a buffet story sometime in, in y'all's podcast. I would love to hear that to 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 know about, you know, because I know you've taken her to the buffet. Um, of course. And, 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 I, and like I said, we had one called Ryan's back in the day. Ryan's. Ryan's listen, Ryan's and Old Country Buffet, both of them too. Old Country Buffet is what got me started on buffets. But Ryan's was a staple. And then that motherfucker just left one day. Did y'all have a Quincy's? We, yes, we ate Quincy's. <laughs> the big fat yeast roll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think the, the larger part the of the old town help. buffet or new to like old times or something. It's like old times, old times. But they 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 sell all that country ass shit. Like you're going there, the motherfuckers that had like uh, fucking chitlins, gizzards, and fat back and shit on them, <laughs> oxtails. Oh, they had some old country ass shit in that motherfucker there, boy. <laughs> And it's sad though that the next generation, and I'm gonna say in 10 years, there will not be buffets Hell unless, no. you're, unless you're eating Chinese food and or whatever Asian food to be politically correct. But uh, yeah, I, I do that's challenge American you. Chinese food that we enjoy. Yes, <laughs> Chinese sir. people like we don't I, eat that shit. <laughs> and one thing the I fuck will is say, General Tso's chicken. Like, yeah, what the, who the fuck is General So? Like they like. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't even nothing anybody eats and I, and I will say this one thing uh, uh i'm guilty of this in charleston west virginia that's our capital we have uh our town center mall is getting desolate but our third floor we got good food court we got this uh secure up there that has the japanese food in it um mm. and, and, and let me say this it don't matter where i go cleveland cincinnati uh even in michigan which we won't talk about that today um that's secure getting that, that low main the double chicken with the vegetables. I normally don't eat the vegetables. I just put them shits to the side. But getting them and getting, like I tell the motherfucker, he look at me all crazy because the thing is, is that it's Chinese food or Japanese food, but it's Mexicans making it here. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, they got, it's that same way here. So they got, yeah, they got soul. So, and, and that's one thing I will say about any restaurant. I can look at somebody and I can tell through the drive-thru if they got soul or not. Um, you know, and you know, some of them are meth heads here, so they shake it and shit. So I can't really I tell mean, them. If, but if, if it's a Waffle House, I prefer my cook to be a little methy and maybe be smoking a cigarette when I'm pulling up and you know, out of shape, missing teeth. Like I know I'm gonna get a good meal at the Waffle House if my waiter looks a little grimy. Like he looks a little sketchy. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker can cook. His dirty ass. Oh, just wash your hands when you cook my food, you fat greasy motherfucker. But I know you're gonna about to cook the shit out of my motherfucking waffle and my eggs and my hash browns about to be nice and crispy and tender at the same time <laughs> and i'll say that that is so true because uh, me and stacy we were in this lawyer called withville virginia it's the little breaking point between you go to before you get to north carolina you've been through there before um and they, their waffle house out there that shit was trashy but the food was flame mm -hmm. like i'm talking about the 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 uh fucking uh I'm I'm losing my mind thinking about it. I'm getting I'm getting hungry. The, uh, what was it that, that it was? It was the eggs, the sausage, the bacon. All star special. The all star special, and then it had a hash brown. But they burnt that hash brown to perfection, just the mm. right way. Like yes. I couldn't even do it that way. They put extra butter on that shit. Mm. I didn't even ask for it. They was trying to give did that might give me high blood pressure and kill me early. But that's the thing there. And then there's another one called Huddle House. That's some Huddle House. Yes. <sighs> 
they have French fries instead of waffles and shit like yes. that. <laughs> and they don't have waffles. I think they have pancakes or some shit like that. Or they don't yeah, do something waffles. weird. Yeah, because they were like, nah, we do. Yeah, they do pancakes. But uh, yes, your Waffle House has to be, if for a fine dining experience, that sanitation grade has to be between 87 and 92. That'll let you know that that Waffle House is going to be amazing. You know what I'm saying? If you get one that's like 99 and shit, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they take cleanliness over the good food. You get you one where it's almost like hepatitis is just, just creeping through. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the health inspector come in at the right time. They might shut this bitch down. You know, you get some good food in that motherfucker. <laughs> and that is so true. And, 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 and like I said, if it's too clean, I'll just go to IHOP because I know what I'm going to get at IHOP. It's going to be clean cut. Uh, only time that you get some some good stuff is if you're in the hood somewhere like uh, where I'm from in Virginia. Our uh, IHOP is in the hood. So you know it's good because at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, you can roll in and get a, a, the same good shit that you're going to get at 11 o'clock. Now, yeah. after after 11, at 12 to 5 p.m. deal, I don't eat food at that time anyway, so... Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't once the grown-ups get off from the fast food areas, I don't eat there. Like you're good, like you know the grown-ups working there from like six in the morning, about two, three o'clock. That shift right there, you getting quality food. After that, when the teenagers come in there, man, the motherfuckers don't give a fuck. I'm not eating in no fast food place that's not Whataburger after three o'clock fucking clock. I'm not gonna do it because all the grown-ups are gone. You got little teenagers in there, they don't give a shit. The motherfuckers got their they out there making TikToks at work. Them, ah, no, I'm good, bro. I'm good, man. Yeah, listen, no doubt on that. Because the thing here is like me and Stacy when we run around, if it's not somewhere we can sit down after five o'clock, we will no, nine times out of ten not eat there. Because for some reason, and this is going to happen down your way too, Burger Kings are closing. Burger King is turning into Kmart. It's disappearing on on a, on that magnitude. Because how many Burger Kings we've seen closed? Man, Burger King just gave up, bro. They just like. Burger King used to have a nice quality product with the Whopper and they just, they never paired it with good fries. Like Burger King could have sold the market up a long time ago with some quality French fries because they had it with the Whopper. And now, you know, the, the, the Whopper's made a resurgence. You know, it's more expensive now. There's a little thicker meat. Uh, I don't, if they stop, if they would go back to flame broiling their meat, they they had the market again. But that little fake ass flame broil marks on the burger and they run it through that little whack ass machine and they putting out, like if you ride by a burger, King, you like damn smell like a motherfucker grilling what the fuck is that y'all pumping out of the sky because the burger show ain't burnt you know what i'm saying because it smells like burnt meat out this bitch but i just think that's just something y'all just turn on or some shit like that i don't get it but you know yeah, it's talking about food things. for like a fucking hour man this shit gonna be yeah. we have to do a two-part episode man yeah that's what, that's what i was gonna say i was gonna let you know that i am gonna have to definitely put this in two parts but uh to tie things up uh it, so so you can jump off here because i know you got a busy day tomorrow oh, no, you good man I was looking at the time we were talking. I was like, damn, you start talking about food now. You know, hey, that's a place close to my heart now. I well, love it's it. something it's something about food, like it connects people. Uh it's just one of those things. Oh, one last thing I did want to throw in there about Burger King. And I don't know if it happened in your area, but in the middle of the two thousand no, early two thousands, they had the same prize, at least in Virginia, as Lon John Silvers. And or either it was they had the same grease or some shit. Them fries was almost on point because the thing is, is Long John Silver's fries are not tolerable because when I'm eating Long John Silver's, it's a desperate notion because I'll go to Captain D's all day. I um, love Long John's. I wish we had Long John Silver's in my area. God damn. Those little crunchy little things that they put the fuck. Oh, my. I could just eat those, my nigga. Like, shit. Give me the Long John Silver's. The little crunchy little. Oh, God. 
I will say, well, I'll post the video on Instagram next time I'm down there. So you can still see it, though. I'll do that just for you personally. Yeah, because the crunchy shit is good it's, with the chicken, too. Uh, did you ever get the uh, clams? No, like I said, we 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 haven't had Long John Silver's in t- over 20 years. I know. Hey, listen, they got clams. I wouldn't eat them, but I'm just saying. <laughs> the clams? Oh, you eat the lobster bites at uh <laughs> you eat the lobster at motherfucking Cadiz too. <laughs> but but yeah, Long John Silver's anyway, Burger King had the fries that were similar to that. And the thing was that they were just getting on point, like they had just started frying them the right way and getting them just like that. And then they got rid of them for some cheap ass shit from out of Massachusetts and things went downhill from there. And then I eventually just gave up on Burger King because like you got amazing onion rings, but half they the don't time have onions in them. Yeah, they don't have onions in them. <laughs> so, so then we go to we got the spot called Arby's. Arby's, uh, yeah, a- aka Roy Rogers to some of y'all out there. Depends on how old you is. Yeah, <laughs> we, got Roy, we got listen. We got Roy Rogers in Maryland. They that's on the corner, and they, it's very few and select to them. But yeah, um, so I will go over to Arby's over Burger King now. Like I can just get out the way on that. So getting back to this podcast and things, so we can wrap this thing up. Um, now, I asked you some questions about how you would uh, g- give advice to podcasters. Please, real quick, give podcasters a deterrent. Something that they need to know that they need to not do. Um, don't, over, don't oversaturate yourself. Don't uh, do a whole bunch of promotion and under-deliver. I see a lot of uh, podcasters do that. They promote, 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 and then the shit come out and they'd be like, you promoted weeks for this bullshit? Like, bitch, you could have dropped this shit a long time ago and got this shit out the fucking way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, just like I said, and don't, I'm going to go back to it. I know I've said it a lot. Don't think you're more important than what you are. <laughs> like, right. just, just don't. You're not the first motherfucker. You ain't reinventing the wheel here. We're all talking. So, no, don't be, don't think you're more than what you are. Don't oversaturate. Don't uh, over uh, promote and under deliver. And um, yeah, that's about it. That's okay. all I can give you. But I have some questions for you too. All right, so go ahead and throw them out there. Let's do them. I got, okay, I got, I got a couple questions for you, man. You know, in Nappy Afro, we ask questions on the Frocast. Our questions are not the run-of-the-mill questions. I'm not going to ask you why did you start a pod or nothing like that. I need to know. Grits, with sugar or without sugar? With sugar all day long. Okay, see, see, there we go. Because a lot of people be talking greasy about grits with sugar, but I I mean, it's not a, it's what they think it is. It's just a little sprinkle. Nobody, you can't put a lot of sugar on it because it waters them down. So right. you just put a little bit, gives it a nice little sweet and savory, you know, drop some crumble up, some scrambled eggs and some sausage in there, you know, make that, you know, we call that Alabama down here. Okay. Uh, okay. Another question. What is your favorite white song? What is my favorite white song? Um, oh shit! Oh, let me get it. Hold on, it's it's a hall of notes. It's a hall oh, of notes. Oh, wait, look, look at look at you. What you know about them? Listen, hall of notes. Uh, that that's where that's where it's at. Wait, uh, Sarah Smile, you like a Sarah Smile guy? Oh, no no no, it ain't even that. Uh, fall Fall in Philadelphia. No no no, it's um Possession Obsession. Okay, love Holland Notes. Love, that. yeah. Holland, man, man, me, you going to hang out in real life one day because 
you know, that's one thing I will say, Hall of Notes, because Hall of Notes was something that was was different. I, I'm gonna have to get on one of these. Uh, that's from Philly, man. So I mean, that they, they they you know they they had it in them. Yeah, they got some credentials there. So what's your next one? My next question is: uh, Do you hate the rep that West Virginia has? Um, because I'm from Florida, and we have a bad rep with the nation people say all these bad things about florida and all the old florida man this and florida man then i have to tell people all the time there's four different sections of florida you got south florida central florida north florida and duval so <laughs> most of the time florida man is from south florida so when you hear wild news from florida that's south florida central florida is like a mixture you know you got your pretty people your sinkholes you know this isn't that north florida is basically south georgia south alabama you know stuff like that we're not really like that we have hills we're not flat like the other parts and then duval is just duval you know what i'm saying that's just there's that's a whole nother world in itself you know what I'm saying? They operate different down there. They should have their own time zone in Duval. So that's what I tell people. So how do you feel about the rep that West Virginia has? All right. Uh, I'll say this and I'm 100% honest. Uh, the rep, I really don't care too much about it because even though West Virginia is like one of the tiny states, it's like we're broken up. If you're where I'm from, I'm considered an Ohioan. I'm considered from Ohio. Um, if you're ever near Morgantown, you're considered from Pennsylvania and Ohio again. If you're in the southwest part, you're from Kentucky, basically. You're Hatfield McCoy, um, play a banjo with your toe type motherfucker. Then if you're from <laughs> and, and that's one that's one of the sound effects for the show. That's the only one y'all gonna get. Uh and if you're from the northeast, that's wrong turn shit. That shit that goes up into the northern part of Virginia, <laughs> Charlestown and stuff like that. That's the stuff that you hear about the uh asylum. Yeah, the inbreds, them uh, goonie looking motherfuckers. That one, what is the goonie's name? Uh the, the, not a retarded one, the, the, the monster. Well, hey goonies. you guys. Yeah, hey you guys. Oh, Chunk was the little boy. Uh, what was his name? Um, oh my god, I can't. You wouldn't ask me the goonie dude name today. I would have been telling you. <laughs> So, so most definitely, um, the only thing that I, that I do want to say that that that's pumping here uh, is this: uh, it got so bad at some point uh, in in West Virginia that we were the oxycontin capital of the world. We had people driving from Florida to come up here get the scripts and run it back. So yeah. I want to say like that we do have a bad opiate problem. We do have uh, they say we have an obesity problem, but whatever. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say that is great about West Virginia, and if this ever happens to anybody, get them to put you on an airplane put you on a greyhound and get your ass to huntington west virginia we have the number one dislocated recovery area for homeless people if you need to get your life right get off drugs we have rehab we have places to help you if you need to get back on your feet because of hurricane whatever come to west virginia for a few months get your money right and don't start a a drug empire or anything like that get your money right i made more money get your money right and then leave so um west virginia can be what it is they are some cousin cousin lovers in the northeast and i will say that clarify that in the northeastern that's elkins and anywhere else and i don't care if i lose that fan base because y'all don't listen to me anyway out there and bread motherfuckers um <laughs> they gonna get your ass <laughs> you know they gonna follow me after that i'm gonna have to edit that shit out <laughs> commonplace nah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you see a uh, wrong turn and how them motherfuckers are with the bows they just be like, like that be out like there. ray hey, hey, yeah, Ray, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's your next one? Uh, my last question, man. Uh, what's your favorite pair of Jordans of all time? 
Oh, wow. You know, I'm from Virginia, bro. We're Air Max people. Um, oh, wow. To answer your question, is an Air Max 95. Okay, okay. Fuck, fuck Jordans. Okay. Hey, I hear you, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah, Air Max okay. 95s are the, are the 90s. Mm, okay, that's because you up. can flex. You can flex in ninety fives because that's true. You can get triple colors on them bad boys. <laughs> I hear you, man. And don't and don't say that's in the Bama shit because you know the ninety. I know you got a pair of ninety fives in the background. Nah, man, I wear Brooks. Man, I'm the Brooks Bandit. Man, I don't wear nothing but Brooks. Man, we get my age, man. You dress for comfort, not style. I have pairs of Jordans that I really don't wear, but if you catch me any day of the week, I'm. Nine times out of ten, I'm gonna have Brooks on, and at that one time out of ten, I'm probably gonna have flip flops or some Crocs on. I dress for comfort in my old age now, so I, I'm not with that cool shit. Like I have some cool shit, I just don't ever go anywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, and and I don't either. People think that just because I travel, I go places. No, I go back to the hotel room and record episodes or do whatever. You might see me make a cameo or take a picture or some shit, but I ain't going inside that place. I'm not trying to get killed. Any unnecessary stuff that I don't have to be involved with, I won't be involved with. And one last thing I will say, you said the Brooks is, I do rock the Saconis. Uh, I like a shoe that makes it makes you think I run and I'm athletic. Because I'm like the, 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 I'm like the uh, sedan size, or no, I'm like the subcompact of Husky people. So I'm kind of like, I got that, you know, that, that normal, I guess you call a fullback frame. I got a fullback frame. So, you know, I won't make it look like I'm still athletic and you ain't gonna run up on me and do something crazy. But really, I'm not running nowhere. Um, <laughs> my, my son wrestled and plays baseball and stuff like that. So that's what I stick with. He don't play no major sports. So I got you. Yeah. So um, once again, King Germ, I want to thank you for coming on West Virginia Uncommonplace. One thing that we didn't get to do that we do need to do real fast, uh, I have a portion called the Shameless Plug. I need you to plug everywhere and anywhere that anybody can meet and greet you um, while you still remain anonymous. Oh, man. Well, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Nappy Afro or the Frocast on Twitter. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram uh, at Frocast. Uh, like I said, we drop every Friday. You can go to frocast.com to get the show. You can go to nappyafro.com to get the show. You can go to any uh, digital service provider to get the show. We're on them all, Amazon, Apple, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever whatever site there is that you got a podcast player on it, we're on it. Uh, it's me and my wife. Uh, we, we remind everyone of Homer and Marge, but Mar Marge has a job and Marge is a doctor. And I'm still Homer, a regular guy, just a guy just trying to make everybody laugh and entertain a little bit with our podcast, man. So check us out, man. You know, give us a listen. If you don't like it, it might not be for you, but I think it'll make you laugh. Yeah, no doubt that the dopest podcast ever. And uh, one quick thing here for the audience. Um, after this show, uh, King Germ will provide me with the show notes for this show so that we can get that SEO jumping. I'll have uh, my bots on Twitter, I mean, on Tumblr, uh, do things with that, and we'll get different hashtags built up and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, the great announcement at, at, uh, for this episode is this. This episode will drop on January, what day did we say? 27th. The 27th. So this one is going to get one of those early releases. And y'all know how it is with me. It's kind of rough on that. Um, but this show was pretty awesome i will say this uh king germ uh misunderstood you and i'm glad that we uh, had that talk in december and we were finally able to get a show off because we had a previous schedule date and i always like to give a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff and uh, we had some occurrences happen i had to had to uh bow out for like a few few days or so and i know you probably wouldn't think we were gonna ever do a show but uh you were real uh on point like steve nash that's one of my phrases 
um, and you you came back and you was able to do the show and you proved that you're now Yao Ming in the paint. Uh, once again, that's another wow. one of my catchphrases. So um, most definitely want to give you your props for having your great show and your great co-host, uh, Queen Germ. Um, at some point, I'll have to have all three. I mean, we'll have you, me, and Stacy and Queen Germ on an episode and we'll have to, uh, I'll probably have to make a game show or some shit out of it. I'll figure out something. Uh, so, once cool, again, so once again, so once again, catch uh, King Germ, Queen Germ um, every Friday on Frocast. And every I am Friday. JR. Most every consistent Friday. show out there. Okay, I just want to say thank you for having me, man. I had a blast, man. I like, uh, you know, doing different shows, you know, showing my range. I'm not just a, you know, guy that doesn't take anything seriously, funny guy, mask guy, whatever. Like, they actually have a, you know, some charisma, some real stories, you know, you know, I don't set a lot of trends, but, you know, I think I'm worth the listen, man, worth the listen. Yeah, and I agree with that. You're not one-dimensional. We uh, have some people that are out there one-dimensional uh, trying to preach that they're four dimensions, and that's one thing in podcasting. I will tell any podcaster, um, stick to your planes. If you're 2D, 2.5D, 3D, um, nobody's 4D. Nobody's doing that yet. Uh, but if you do think you are four dimensions, uh, come holler at me and let me know why you're four dimensions, and we'll figure out uh, how to get you back on a set plane and get right. Uh, you even had an instance where you had to put somebody back in their plane. They thought they were 4D, and they had to go back to uh, 1D, which is that uh, Nintendo shit, original, NES. So anyway, once again, audience, um, check the show notes uh this show will be put into two parts uh we'll let king germ decide on how he wants to wants a show broken it's up your show man you do your thing man you just hey <laughs> i was just here man you do your thing over here man just you know I, I sent you some covers for you to work with hey man whenever you drop it in the multiverse it'll get dropped man all right. So once again, this is JR from West Virginia Commonplace. And I have with me King Germ one last time to a shameless plug so everybody can know where to find you. And we're going to jump off here. Hey, man, like I said, Frocast.com, NappyAfro.com, Frocast on Twitter, The Frocast. I mean, The Frocast on Twitter, Frocast on Instagram. I'm easy to find. We out here in these streets, man. And once again, if you rewind this podcast, you will find out that this is a West Virginia Uncommonplace production.